Papaya with Julian on the brown note in the pitch black, even though it's the middle of the day in Sydney because it's rained for two years straight. And a review of Just Mustard's Heart Under, the second album, and I missed the first one, which was called Wednesday. Um, from Dundalk in um, near the border of Ireland and Northern Ireland um, and a relatively small town and a band that's being heralded as the saviors of shoegaze. Now I've gone on at length on the radio show about, I've done an entire show on shoegaze, its origins, uh, how it sort of died a death at the hands of a merciless British music press when Britpop arrived. Uh, when bands like Slowdive and um, Ride were then trashed and how it left a beautiful corpse and was um, reanimated in the early 2000s by the likes of... Um, I think I would give it to M83. Um, Don't Save Us From The Flames, very My, my Bloody Valentine, that one. Um, and then more bands like Beach House and Dive all sort of wove that dream pop and shoegaze aesthetic and it's now back as one of the most fashionable styles of music which I think is absolutely wonderful. I hated Britpop, I detested Britpop and both Britpop and Grunge died. As soon as, as, soon as they died in the mid-90s I never ever listened to that music again. Um, something about it just instantly and badly dated. But shoegaze, I've always had a great deal of love for. And we're now in the situation where My Bloody Valentine, Ride, and Slow Dive are all back together and going and releasing albums. Excellent albums, actually. Um, so Just Mustard are the latest to have been brushed with the shoegaze terminology. And um, they are... Uh, Katie Bell on vocals, David Noonan, I believe sang a lot more on their first album, but barely does on this one. Uh, guitar on vocals, Mete, Kalon on guitar, uh, Rob, and that dual guitar attack is very important. Rob Clark on bass and Shane McGuire on, <laughs> I was laughing there, on drums. Um, so their second album's arrived, and I have to say I was um, pretty thrilled by this. So... Um, avoiding the usual track by track. Um, the the great thing about this, which is also also makes it a little bit samey, but um, everything on this album is the same track through a different angle, like reflecting light through a prism, but moving it. Um, the best thing about the band is they've just got this phenomenal soundstage, like this really throbbing bass, at times like Suicide, uh, 1970s duo, and um, the um, at times like uh, the loping sort of slower Joy Division tracks as well. Really, um, the drummer seems almost in breakbeat territory, like gated breakbeat territory. And then one of the guitars is like always like making these like yawning sounds. I think Kevin Shields would be very impressed by this album's guitar textures because they're otherworldly and really imaginative. And the other guitar does this like crashing bit noise squalling scarborough stuff and they really knit together well and the other element to that impeccable soundstage that makes the band sound fantastic is katie bell the vocalist for me possibly the most great modern 
indie discovery as a vocalist. Absolutely incredible. She's got this um, somewhere between like a nightmarish Hope Sandoval of Mazzy Star, a demonic Harriet Wheeler from the Sundays, bring those back. One of the great wide mouth vocalists of all time and almost a dead-eyed Liz Fraser. Uh, without the sort of psychedelic, she's always, she's got this like um, a very macabre nursery rhyme way to her. Her lyrics are incredibly dark, um, and she coos them at times like a schoolgirl before launching into these almost banshee-esque wailing. But the crucial factor here is she's a, she's a melody of the band. She's got a very sort of cut glass tone and pitch so even when she's whether she's singing quiet or very loudly and i wish she wasn't pushed quite so far back in the mix she actually um maintains notes perfectly and she's got this really fascinating dead-eyed voice um and she carried like a lot of the band don't con concentrate on melodies at all it's all about texture And she's like rising up and down with these melodic components of the songs. And one of the most interesting finds in indie, I think. Um, the tracks that stood out, well, it's, it's a little bit hard because there were times I was listening to this album, it felt that, like the first time I listened to it, it was almost like a fever dream because I had it in the back of my mind that I'd had the same song on repeat. And I couldn't quite work out this labyrinth of an album where every track seemed to be made from the same parts, but reassembled in different manners. Um, it's almost like this sleep paralysis demon the first few times I heard it. Very claustrophobic, very disorienting, um, very hypnotic. Um, I thought the opening track, um, very purposeful, uh, like the drums, the way they enter the fray were often really sort of give a lot of purpose and drive to the tracks. Very ominous, very evil Radiohead perhaps. Um, we get that loping Joy Division pulse on um, I Am You, uh, which has got a nice atmospheric sound to it and uh, very industrial. And, that, and the industrial comes up a fair few times listening to this because I thought um, Seed uh, almost harked back to vaguely Nine Inch Nails. A lot of the uh, reference points that I've made already uh, and think about this band heart back to sort of like the early to mid 90s um, which I think is um, quite interesting because they don't really sound like a retro band it's just that a lot of those elements do happen to coincide with the birth of shoegaze I, there are it's, it's hard to single out tracks on here it's really a homogenized album um, but I thought Blue Chalk right smack bang in the middle, which doesn't have much in the way of melody or anything. I thought it was a real standout because it's got this incredible strobing atmosphere. It's um, quite nightmarish. Um, Katie sounds like she's singing from the bottom of a well and you wouldn't rescue her either. Um, it's quite horror movie, um, quite fear inducing. Uh, and, and a little bit reminiscent of the um, the soundtracks, or like the last decade uh, was an absolute high watermark for a lot of avant-garde um, electronic soundscapes for movies. And I, I do think Annihilation, Under the Skin, uh, I thought it was an amazing track. 
We do get a duet, I think, with Mirrors, um, which is, um, I think, the, the one time I thought artists like Beach House and even Chromatics kind of were reference points here. Um, really, really good guitar figures on some of these tracks. Um, even Trip Hop on um, In The Shade, I think it is, or maybe it is Mirrors. I'm, I don't know if I've got that the right way around. No, In Shade. And the um, the guitar, like the squally guitar on it, sounds often like an elephant roaring, so, which is very only shadow. My bloody Valentine, which I thought was awesome, really good chorus as well. Um, and and it ends with um, rivers, which um, it's it again touches on this nightmarish suicide, suicide with this duo that first had punk, the word punk, associated with them because of uh, one of their posters in the early seventies. And became sort of like the outlier of that whole CBGB sort of world with um, Talking Heads and Blondie and the Ramones and everyone. But they were this really sort of weird outfit where they had pulsing synthesizers, often um, nursery rhymes, simple melodies, uh, throbbing bass, industrial sounds, and have proven so influential. And I got that a lot uh, on that final track, including their um, nightmarish Frankie Teardrops, their most famous tracker. A 10 minute horror movie of a song um, but it fades out into dream pop uh, which I thought was wonderful so this is um, a fantastic album it really is I can understand it being a bit samey at times but th I mean if you've got those tricks and they've got a bag of tricks here which they reuse throughout the whole album but they're a great bag of tricks like those the two different guitarists um, and uh, Katie Bell's incredible vocalizations are just wonderful to behold and they use a lot of atmospheric trickery there's no keyboardist in the bands as far as i can tell but there's a lot of um sort of warped sound that goes over the top of their tracks and makes them very um atmospheric um they sound like they would be an awesome live band i mean i can just imagine there's a lot of this stuff that's quite bobbing your head sort of music and i imagine that they'd be um hearing that squall and Kate, I would love to know what she's like as a live vocalist because she's very, she's pushed back in the mix too far here. She's the um, undoubted star of what's going on. They've got their own sort of musical language. I don't think that they're really that indebted to any of those early um, shoegaze from the 90s. And they're not really indebted to Beach House or Dive or any of those modern iterations. I really feel they've got their own language here. I'd love to see where they go from here. I hope that... Um, they expand their sound a bit more. Um, I imagine they're operating on zero budget at the moment as well. So I don't know, you know, production-wise, that they would have had much more options. It sounds fantastic. Um, but I'd love to hear Katie Bell, one of the great modern indie vocalists, pushed up in the mix and for a sort of more expansive sound stage. But at the moment, this is, for me, the second best indie release of the year uh, behind my number one album of the year still which is uh, black country new road ants from up here so um just mustard heart under i am going to give a very solid nine out of ten